Girl Camper is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Get an RV policy quote by calling 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or going to progressive.com backslash RV. And go Little Guy Worldwide, whose full line of lightweight camping trailers are Girl Camper favorites. My name is Janine Pettit, and I'm a girl camper. I go places and I do things in my little 1966 Go Tag Along vintage travel trailer. Along the way, I meet many interesting people traveling the back roads, and I want to share their stories with you. We will talk about the qualities of what makes a girl camper and how you can become a girl camper too. The girl campers are having a party, and you're invited. Stay tuned while I share what's happening on the back roads of America the Beautiful. Welcome. I'm Janine Pettit, Girl Camping Ambassador, Blogger, Adventurist, and Podcaster. And this is episode 37 of Girl Camper, the Podcast. Well, today it is all about aftermarket products, specifically the Girard tankless hot water system that I had installed in my new Riverside Retro. The director of marketing, Chris Holland from the Girard Company is here today to talk about all of the features this new model brings to you. Whether you're a girl camper or a family RVer, this is one product you're gonna wanna know about. Camper News Roundup is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Your RV is very different from your car, which is exactly why you need to get specialized RV insurance coverage instead of insuring under your auto policy. With specialized coverages like the emergency expense coverage that I just got in my package from Progressive, you're even more protected on the road. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit progressive.com backslash RV today for more information. Now, I got to bring you up to speed on my first camp out all by myself with my new Riverside Retro. (laughs) It was not without mishap. I am still on the learning curve. And the problem this weekend was leveling the trailer. So I had a very sloped site. It took me an hour and a half to get the trailer level. And I think I have an official question finally for the RV Family Travel Atlas Forum. I have never joined the forum because I've never needed to. I haven't had camper questions, but I do now. So my Riverside Retro has a raise kit on it. It actually sits very high off the ground, but I'm not sure when they started making the trailers much higher that they changed the tongue jacks. So when my trailer is jacked up as high as I can possibly get it, 
it is still lower than the ball on my truck. And that's a problem. So I had to have the tongue jack sitting on a block of wood. And I got it on there and I used my new Lynx levelers, which I love and I'm going to talk about in a minute. They have a whole new chalk system. And I think if I had had these chalks two weeks ago, my trailer wouldn't have gone sliding down the sand at Turkey Swamp and bent all the stabilizers to begin with. Now I've got a much better set of wheel chocks. Thank you, Lynx Levelers. Anyway, I got the thing up as high as it went. I got it on the Lynx Levelers. I had to put Lynx Levelers on the two, uh, two of them on the left wheel. And I went around with my leveler. It was level left to right. It was level front to back. So I'm thinking, okay, this is where I will now drop my stabilizing jacks. And I turned around to go to the car and get the little crank that you put in the drive nut to drop them down. And the whole trailer slid forward and came off the little block of wood that it was sitting on. Now, it only dropped about six inches, but it dropped and it scared me again. <laughs> Fortunately, the stabilizers were not down, so I didn't break them all again because this is what happened last time. So... Anyway, with a lot of help from all the other girls, I was able to take the Lynx levelers and I inverted them upside down so they really dug into the dirt and I raised the trailer back up and I had to put it on four or five blocks in order to get it high enough that it wasn't trying to slide forward. So this is going to be my question on the forum. I think what needs to happen in the trailer now, because I can't deal with this every weekend, because if you're doing this stuff, this isn't fun and it's stressful. And you don't want to be walking around your trailer feeling like it's all going to slide forward. Now, I had everything they tell you to do on it, but I think the real issue here is that when Riverside Retro started building these on the higher frames, because mine doesn't actually have a lift kit. They were putting lift kits in, but mine was actually built on a new frame that is much higher. I don't think they changed their supplier for the tongue jack. So I don't know if you can get these tongue jacks that are longer. Mine is apparently too short. So this is a problem. I don't want it sitting on a block of wood. I want it right on the ground. So all weekend long, I was worried about it. It took an hour and a half and a lot of help and a lot of brain power from all the girls, but we got the thing leveled and stabilized. But I don't want to go through this every weekend. So I'm going to put the question on the RV Family Travel Atlas forum and see if any, you know, ingenious minds want to know. If I don't get the answer there, I'm actually just going to call Mark Polk from RV Education 101 and ask him. <laughs> so it, it was a little stressful, but I'll tell you what wasn't stressful, what I had total confidence in, and that was the new Lynx Levelers. So the Lynx Leveler Company, I mentioned them in the podcast, and they saw that on Twitter, and they said, let me send you a set of wheel chocks. I was discussing my problem. I had those cheap, inexpensive $5 ones from AutoZone, and they slid on the sand at Turkey Swamp. And I have a feeling if they had been gripping the ground a little better, I wouldn't have lost those stabilizing jacks the first time around. So Lynx Levelers sent me their new ones, which interlock like grown-up Legos. So when you put the two Lynx um, Leveler 
on the ground, I had to use two of them to get my left tire the height I needed to be level left to right. So I did that, but now the wheel chalk actually grips on top of that. And then I was able to back it up as tight as I could get it and put another wheel chalk in front. So I had a lot of confidence that that thing wasn't going anywhere. So when I got all the stabilizing jacks down, I, I wasn't anxious about it all weekend long. So this is... um all part of my learning curve. I, I want to make the process as simple as I could get it and as safe as I can get it. But I think there are things that need to be adapted in this trailer in order for me to make that process simpler. And I think it might be the tongue jack. But anyway, I loved my new levelers and wheel chocks and they sent us a giveaway, which I'm very excited about. So Link sent a set of levelers, a new set of their new wheel chocks, and these cool little caps that go on top of them. So some people have stabilizing jacks that have a round disc on the bottom. Mine are actually scissor jacks now, but you can put a Lynx leveler block there and it has a little cap to go on top of it. So a set of levelers, a set of wheel chocks, the caps that go on, and then they sent a little freebie that was so fun. It's a solar LED light and you can screw it on to the front of your trailer or over your door or maybe in the back if you want light over your um, little um, door in the back where you hide your hoses and everything. So it screws onto the trailer. It has a little solar panel on it so you don't have to hook it up to electricity or anything and it has a great little LED light with an on-off switch. So this whole great package from Lynx is available for a prize and it's the same old thing. You gotta go over to Girl Camper and subscribe to get the blog posts. I wanna talk about this for a second because people keep writing me saying, how do I subscribe? They don't make it easy in WordPress sometimes. So if you're on your desktop, it pops up pretty easily. It's on the right-hand side, and there's a picture of like a Model A Ford, and underneath it says subscribe. You just hit that. But if you're on your phone, you got to scroll all the way down to the bottom. You'll still, still see the uh, vintage car, but it's a little tiny black box, and it says in the smallest words possible, subscribe. So that's how you find it on your phone. So go on, subscribe, or you can go to Instagram. I'm going to post a picture of the prize, the giveaway. Hit like and tag a friend on Instagram. And I'm going to pick from someone. And if you've never won anything before, you're always in the race. So don't worry if you're already subscribed and you're already liking on Instagram. Like again, tag a friend, and I'm going to tell you who won next week. So the other thing that happened this weekend, it was my first time ever at the dumping station all by myself, and I feel like I should have gotten a badge. <laughs> it was very, very simple. I, I, I have never had to do this before. It was a no-brainer. I got my rubber gloves. I hooked on my fancy um, adapter. I dumped all my stuff, and it all went very smoothly. It took less than five minutes. I had it all tucked away in my bumper. So for everyone who thought like I thought for years, like that all looks like a big hassle, it wasn't a hassle at all. It was so simpler. It was 10 times simpler than leveling the trailer. <laughs> so I'm learning, I'm getting there. Packing up only took me an hour. And the reason it took an hour is because there was a bear at the campground two sites over. <laughs> it, I have been at 
Camp Taylor Campground up in the beautiful Delaware Water Gap dozens of times. And every time we go up there with the girls, everybody is coming back. There's fabulous trails at this campground, beautiful trails. And everyone comes back and says, I saw a bear, I saw a mama bear, I saw three cubs. I have never seen a bear there. Well, this one I saw like 20 feet away from me, maybe a little closer than I wanted to see it. And the campground owner eventually came down and, and shooed him into the woods, but he kept coming back. I thought it was a little baby, but he said it's probably about a year and a half old. It looked a little skinny, but and, and it was fairly big, not a cub, but anyway, it got into a garbage can and just would take something from the garbage can and disappear into the woods. But it was literally 20 feet from my sight, and I couldn't, um, I got some great pictures, but I couldn't finish packing up until the campground owner finally came down, and they had an air horn, and a you know, uh, he finally just stayed there long enough that the bear went on to greener pastures. But anyway, that was very exciting seeing the bear, and I wasn't afraid because it didn't look super big, but I also got in my car and just took pictures of it. So anyway, so much fun this weekend camping with the girls. It was a Camp Like a Girl event from our meetup site, 6 and raring to go and we had eight new tent campers come out with us this weekend and these girls know something about tent camping and they were absolutely flabbergasted that we had tablecloths <laughs> so I always talk about that there's that spectrum of camping like a girl well these are the girls that got there with their tents and their hiking boots and they set up and they had a rubber made with everything they needed to cook a little supper and get a fire going and let me tell you, when I was sweating my tail off setting up those campers, those tents were up and those girls had their feet in the pond. <laughs> so so I don't know who's winning that game, right? It was wonderful meeting all of them, though, and we had so much fun. And we planned a big kayaking outing with these ladies because they're into it and we're going to be able to learn something from them. So overall, great weekend. Continuing to learn everything I need to know on the Riverside Retro so far, still happy with it. Still thinking I made the right decision. So before we head off and go into our campfire chat, I want to tell you about our other sponsor, which is Little Guy Trailers. You know, they make the tabs, and Sandy was there this weekend with her new tab, and I got to tell you something. I was having a little trailer envy when I was struggling for an hour and a half trying to get my Riverside Retro leveled. She was done in five minutes, but they make those wonderful trailers that girl campers love, and they're in the business of getting you into the great outdoors. They make camping easier, but most of all, they make it fun. Their trailers are lightweight and easy to tow by most vehicles, Plus, they offer all that safety and security we girl campers want. They did dive into Sandy's trailer when the bear came, so, so they are safe. <laughs> you can visit them at littleguy.com and take a look at all the models and the cool features they have that go on these tabs, the screen rooms and the tent rooms and the great awnings. So much fun. We'll be back in a minute with our campfire chat. Campfire Chat is sponsored by Progressive Insurance. So we're playing our Where's the Flow game all summer. And it's going to be so much fun. 
last week Flo was in the Grand Canyon, which was kind of obvious. So this week you get to go on to Stephanie and Jeremy's RV Family Travel Atlas Instagram page and look for the picture of Flo, little bobblehead Flo. She's traveling around the country with all the RV Family Travel Atlas podcast correspondence and you get to guess where she is and you put in your guess and you tag a friend and if you're right they'll put you in a drawing and you can win really cool progressive swag so go ahead and play that game the other thing i want to talk about right now in our campfire chat is camper colleges so i've been very very busy booking all these camper colleges but the one i want to talk about right now is our upcoming event in huntington west virginia at setzer's world of camping so we're having a great camp out there and in addition to the camp out we're going to do a camper college at the same time so you can go on to the meetup meetup.com and it is our camp like a girl site so I know I say this all the time but for new listeners when you go to meetup.com you have to click the little arrow that says distances and it'll say 25 miles 50 miles 100 miles you got to go all the way down to the bottom and hit any distance and this is where all the camper colleges will be posted so we have our upcoming event July 15th and it's going to be in Huntington West Virginia at um, Setzer's World of Camping. So we're doing a new thing this time. In addition to doing that on Friday night, and Setzer's is nice enough to treat us all to dinner, we're going to be camping out at the Huntington Foxfire KOA. So as long as we're all going there with our trailers, we're going to do a big camp out. So we're going to camp like girls there, and that is July 15th. It is a $20 fee for the camping, but Setzer's is all free, and the Camper College is free. Their employees are staying. They're going to walk us through all the features in a trailer and maybe teach us some things that I could use myself because they're going to show us how to dump at a dump station, how to level a trailer, what the features are that are there. Because there's a lot of buttons and things on the side and I'm learning what they all are now. I, I had a strange one and I thought, I don't know what this button is for. And it was actually a little plug for a solar system, which I don't own yet, but if I buy one, it's all ready to go. So they're going to walk us through what is involved in owning, operating, and towing a travel trailer, just demystifying the whole thing. So that's going to be Friday, July 15th. Now, I do want to tell you about some other dates that are coming up, and I'm going to post all of these on the meetup. Um, September 16th, there's going to be a camper college at Hay to Sea Airstream in Columbus, Ohio. October 21st, I'm going to be at Southland RV in Atlanta, Georgia. And on November 11th, I'm going to be at Princess Craft near Houston in Texas. So we've got a lot of camper colleges coming up. There's even more, but those I haven't confirmed dates for yet. But these are the ones that we know about. So if you want to get a friend and go and you know, have some fun, hang out. It's a great way to learn and just meet new people. I want to thank Little Guy Trailers for sponsoring Campfire Chat and the Girl Camper Podcast. Little Guy Trailers are lightweight, simple, secure spaces that are easy to tow behind most vehicles, big or small. Before you head out camping, visit littleguy.com for details on models, amenities, and information on how easy it is to get started with Little Guy. 
We'll be back in a minute with our interview with Chris Holland from the Girard Company talking about their tankless hot water system. Welcome back, everyone. I am thrilled today to have as my guest, Chris Holland, who is part of the marketing department at Gerard Systems. And I've mentioned this on the show, and I want to really get the details out there today. So when I ordered my Riverside Retro, I had a tankless hot water system in it by Gerard, and Chris is here to tell us all about this system today because I think it's one of the best aftermarket Girl Camper Products out there. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. And and let me thank you for your wonderful tankless hot water system. (laughs) Well, you know, um, the the praises that have come have been pretty good. Our rep, Tim, had his retro fitted let's just say kind of a pun mm-hmm. uh, had his retro had the other wood hot water heater taken out and ours installed and uh it took up less room you actually end up you you could almost put a drawer a short drawer but the amount of space that you save. Yes. So great. in the interest of disclosure, I just want to tell how this all came about on my end. So my friend Tim, who works for Riverside Retro, called me one day and said, I'm having this Gerard tankless system put in my 199 and I think you should get it too. And then you guys called me and said, hey, we'd like to offer you this as a gift and put it in your trailer. And if you like it, uh, you know, please tell your listeners about it. So I I had to be honest with you and say, look, I'm not going to talk about it unless I really like it. So you may give me a gift that never ends up getting any airtime. (laughs) (laughs) So that was the deal we made. And I've got to tell you, now that that trailer has arrived, it is my single favorite thing in it. So a lot of the girl campers are coming from the vintage trailer world in which mm-hmm. there's no hot water to begin with. So for me, oh. all these years, I've had a cold water pressure hose bringing cold water into my trailer. And if I want oh, hot- yeah, I know I was, te- I was tent camping basically in a hard shell tent. So I had a lot of friends, though, with newer trailers that have what the Riverside Retro would have come with and what a lot come with, and that is a six-gallon hot water heater, which is, is that standard, Chris? Yeah, that's a standard feature that you'll find in most of the trailer industry, Um, even in the uh, toy haulers, uh, there's a lot of six-gallon hot water heaters. Um, you know, when you're getting ready to go back out dirt bike riding, I guess some of the kids just skip showers. 
Well, when I heard that the they the hot water tank that came with the trailer was six gallons, I just thought you can't wash a load of dishes in a sink with six gallons of water. Well, you know, it, it doesn't it, go very far. You know, it, it doesn't go. It doesn't go very far, and you have to do a uh, a military wash with a six-gallon hot water heater, and you're even lucky if you do a military wash, and that's getting the heat and getting the water adjusted to the proper heat and turning off that little spigot at the top Mm -hmm. and getting in and getting wet and then having to wash off, and then just hopefully you've got enough to rinse. Yeah. So I want to tell... That's just uncomfortable. Yeah, I want to really paint the picture of this because um, when I heard six gallons, it reminded me back to many moons ago when our kids were little. We we had a little fishing shack. It was literally a fishing shack on the Delaware side of the Jersey Shore um, down by Cape May. And it had a 15-gallon hot water heater in that little tiny, uh, like 500-square-foot house. And... When I would wash a couple of dishes and then throw the kids in a bathtub, washing off a whole day of beach and sand off of them in literally three or four inches of water, there was nothing left for my husband and I to shower. And then you had to wait for the tank to heat up again. And that was 15 gallons. So if you were even a single woman camping alone in a trailer, you could not... um, get a shower, really, a decent shower with six gallons of water. So when I heard about this product, I thought, I got to know what this is all about. Well, we've been working with this hot water system for a few years. This is actually the third generation. There were two generations before. You're very fortunate getting the third generation. Mm -hmm. It's got a few more features to it. Uh, one of them is of which is when you open up a hot water heater door, if you don't have a coin with you that fits that little tiny slot or a key, you can hardly get the door open. We've gone to a new latch that you can just press and the door will open and close. It's very nice. It's very neat. It's a very neat looking uh fit when it goes into the retro trailer. When we took out the other one and put the new one in, it looked aesthetically very, very nice. Well, I did take a peek at it because my husband, the home inspector, was all about this tankless system and he sees them in houses and he'll come home and say, oh my gosh, this was such a great house. And they had a tankless hot water system, which he thinks is so cool. But I want to talk about some of the features that are in a tankless hot water system because some people really might not know what they were what they're all about. And so I I just want to explain to the listeners that this system gives you, there's no tank, there's nothing holding water and keeping it warm all the time when you're not using it. It's a set of coils in which when the cold water hits it, it begins to heat it up. And that happens simply by turning on the hot water um, spigot. 
Then the cold water Correct. runs over it, and some kind of water flow sensor detects that water is flowing, and a, a microprocessor that you have built into uh, some kind of circuit board, uh, this is lay people's yep. term, ignites the burner and starts circulating that water through your heat exchange, and that's why you can have endless hot water. That's D- did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, you, you did a great job. I, was, I, I couldn't interrupt you. So, so it sounded here's... like I was listening to a call with Kyle on the phone with a customer. <laughs> well, well par- part of it is that I'm married to a home inspector. <laughs> Don't be too impressed. Uh, My husband, you, you know, he shares with me all the, the fun things he learns at his continuing ed classes. So, But what, what, I, what I just absolutely love about this is, so a lot of the women tell me that one of the main complaints they have in the newer trailers is that, and you alluded to a minute ago, Chris, when you get in that shower and you have this limited amount of water to begin with, and then you're trying to adjust the hot and the cold to get it right to yeah. the temperature that you want it. And while you're doing that, you're draining hot water out of you're the running out. You're running it out while you're trying to adjust it. So exactly. one of the features in the tankless system is that you never turn on the cold at all. Now, Tim Jones taught me this. He, he texted me and he said, when you're using your system this weekend, set it at 113. Apparently, that's the perfect temperature for a shower, at least in Tim's world. <laughs> and so, yeah. so that way you never have to turn on the cold water and try to find that balance. The water comes out of the tap at the temperature you desire. And, and that was just, you guys gave us a really cool little digital box that is on the wall and I could mm-hmm. press up or down if I want really hot water. So if I wanted yes. to boil a kettle, I could make that as hot as I want so it boils quickly. Or if I was going to give a baby a bath or it just needed warm water, I could turn it way down. So I tried out um, Tim's temperature of 113, and it was a good shower temperature. Yeah, it's more or less just like working a thermostat that's in your house. You know, if you want it to be 73 degrees, you set it at 73 degrees. If you want it at 68, you set it at 68. And it's just a digital readout. So it's real simple. And you're right. You do use less water because you don't have to test for the proper temperature at which you're going to be comfortable in the shower. Well, another thing that I thought was so neat about this and what what I thought made it a really good girl camper product is that your system runs off the LP gas. So apparently it says it uses 60% less of the LP gas than you would if you had a tank system in which it's always trying to keep that temperature at a ready level. So the tank will get up there and then it will shut off and and then a sensor detects that the water is getting too cold in the hot water tank. So the LP gas goes back on and begins heating that tank up in case you need it. So that could go on and off all night long using your LP. And it also can come on in the middle of the night when you're sleeping. And some people are light sleepers and wake up to that. Oh, I I didn't even think of that. When it suddenly comes on, a light sleeper wakes up. And so this system, too, has no pilot light in it. Correct. It's It's just waiting to have you dial the temperature and turn on the spigot. 
So I really love the application of this, the idea that if you were boondocking, now walk me through this and make sure I understand this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, keep going. I'm following Okay, so I I just want to make sure I I have the right idea. So if I were boondocking and this thing runs Mm -hmm. on LP gas... And now I've put water in my storage tank. So I have a 25-gallon tank in my new trailer. And let's suppose I filled that up and I took it to my site. So now it's running on a battery. My battery will pump the water up. My battery is fully charged. The battery will pump the water up. The LP gas is going to heat up that water. The gray tank is going to store it. So I could be taking hot showers in some state park in the middle of nowhere. Absolutely. That's a big deal. You You could pull over... And uh, in a turnout overnight, and if you wanted to take a shower before you went to bed, you could. Wow. (laughs) That's some girl camper. That's some girl camper swag. That's pretty cool. I, I, you know, I I guess I couldn't get into the girl camper club, but if it was a guy camper club, I'll tell (laughs) you, we're not all exempt. We all like to have a nice shower. Right. And... The beautiful thing about this is that when you get all of your weights involved, this hot water system weighs less. Oh, okay. So you're towing less. Yeah. And um, that's always a real big deal in the trailer industry because they're always very conscious of the gross vehicle weight rating Mm -hmm. because of items that people bring in for storage and what have you. So, um, you know, anytime you can cut weight, you'll really turn a manufacturer around and they'll say, what did you say? You can save how much? Right. For what? Well, I thought another feature in this that, you know, I didn't think um, this would be a big deal to me. I thought it was sort of a a luxury item. So when I ordered mine, Mm -hmm. I had the outside spigot put on mine, which is hot and cold running water. So with the spigot, I could, if I came home, um, you know, from kayaking on a cold day or I just wanted to wash everything off outside, it wouldn't even yep. matter how long I ran that water because it wouldn't be going into my gray tank anyway. So it would be an yep. endless supply of hot water to wash everything down if you wanted to s- clean your dog. You could, yeah, I was just going to say, we, we always, you know what we referred to it as? Every what? time when we were pitching, we would say, and here, I'm going to get my key out and I'm going to show you what's in here. And it says shower on the outside, but, you know, I open it up and I go, this is the dog wash. <laughs> kids always laughed about that. <laughs> well, but in it some cases, it would be the kid wash. Before that dog, yeah, the kid wash, rinsing off the sand from the beach and all that sort of stuff, uh, you know, and being able to do it with warm water instead of that cold water they got at the beach that, you know, is... I remember, even as a little kid, it being uncomfortable. 
So, Well, in uh, my mind, when Tim was telling me about this feature and suggesting I get it, I was thinking to myself, you know, the Little Riverside Retro has a very small wet bath in it. And I thought, I'm probably only going to use that thing at like the worst state parks you know, and mm-hmm. the funny thing is, the first weekend we took that trailer out, we were at one of my favorite campgrounds, the Turkey Swamp Campground in New Jersey. It's a county campground, beautiful sites, mm-hmm. very uh, large sites. Every single site is a pull through. You're really separated wow. from your neighbors, but guess what? Worst bathrooms ever. They have terrible bathrooms at Turkey Swamp, and it was over 90 degrees when we were camping there. So, yeah, so I had to break in the shower in the new uh, retro the very first time we used it. I said to my husband, all right, I'm going in. I I just got to know how this works. I'm going in. I'm going in. (laughs) And um, guess what? That was like heaven. You know, just to be able to be in your own trailer and get all rinsed off before bed. And I I did what Tim suggested. I set it at 113. I didn't have to get in and play with the water. I got in, I showered, I got out. So it was really a feature that I didn't expect to love as much as I did. And I I was really just crazy for it. I I thought it was great. Well, I, you know, you said a lot of great things about it. I'll tell you this, Tim, when we retrofitted his and put one into his and he went out, he called me on the phone and said to me, do you know that that's the first decent shower that I've had since I've been traveling with that trailer around the country, showing it to dealers, prospective dealers? Mm. He said, I got to tell you something, man. He says, when you're on the road, you know, you got to be presentable. You Mm -hmm. know, he said, God, that shower, he says, is just, he goes, what a difference. Oh, he He goes, I just did the thing, turned on the water. And I never worried about anything else. Yeah, and he he was raving about it to me, too. So my question would be this then, Chris. Why don't manufacturers put this in as standard? Well, we're working on them right now. Uh, You know, we have uh, two more factories in Goshen. And uh, hot water heaters, we have a lot of them in stock. And there are quite a few manufacturers that are coming on board with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it it's, it's something that... It is a standard feature if, in if one, the little guy trailers, tabs. Well, if, if one trailer gets it and the word gets out, it's like wildfire in the RV business. And it won't... It won't last more than six months to a year. As fast as they can make their model change, they'll go to this tankless hot water system. And the only reason that some of the manufacturers might not have it in their current year model is because they'd already committed and bought maybe 2,000 of another brand, and they have them all sitting there. Mm -hmm. And if they start to put the tankless hot water systems in before they get rid of their old hot water heaters. Yeah. They'll have a warehouse full of them. them. Yeah. So, so I want you know, to talk about... Unless they got some mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
they can do with that, you know, they're, most of these companies are ready to roll. There is a cool video on YouTube, and which I'll put the link in the show notes so you could watch it. Um, Rolling mm-hmm. on TV did a demonstration of how to install, how simple it is to install a tankless hot water system. If, if you were clever or married to a home inspector, you might be able to do it yourself with the help of YouTube. But my trailer guy, their... Um, fee for hourly rate is $85 an hour, which I think is pretty standard in the mechanic world. So according to the YouTube video, it takes less than 45 minutes to install this. Yes. If you have somebody that's, you know, somewhat familiar with RV stuff and, uh, uh, you know, when you open up the door to where the hot water heater currently is, if you've got like an Atwood or something in there, um, you take off the cushion on the inside. It's just a bench structure All is all it is. You go inside the structure and unscrew and take apart a few little pieces, remove it out. The other one, when it slides in, the new one, uh, actually leaves you with about, oh, it's got to be about at least eight inches to a foot less space moving forward. So you've got more space actually inside. So you're creating more storage space. You are. Right. Now, uh, Chris, is there anything I forgot to ask you or anything that you want to tell the audience that that I may have not brought up? I I mean, I just think it's so cool, but this is what you do every day. I'm sure I have forgotten something. Well... I, I don't think that you've really forgotten anything. I think that, the you know, the big plus here is that, you know, I've been in the RV business for about 35 years or so. And, you know, some of the big RVs, these big 45 luxury RVs, 45 foot, you know, they've got this hot water heater system inside that's about a $15,000 item. Wow. And it supplies them with endless hot water, you know, as long as they've got water in the tank. And that system's called Aqua Hot. And, you know, it takes up a portion of one of their bays down below. It's not a small little operation. Okay. And this hot water heater is accomplishing the hot water portion of the Aqua Hot. And it's less than 20% of the size. So that's significant space that you're picking up. Well, the big thing that you're picking up is that now you can have hot water endless in something small. I couldn't build a trailer and put an aqua hot in it. Yeah, a girl camper for sure. It's all over. Right. It'd fall over. But now we're talking about, so now this is available for smaller girl campers and uh, small uh, Mm -hmm. families that have uh, small little trailers and people keeping it simple on the road. But this this is um, a product now that is usable across the board for the whole RV industry. Absolutely. It's going to be something where... uh, in a fifth wheel, for instance, where they might have a 10-gallon hot water heater, mm-hmm. they'll take that out and they'll put this in. Why? They're going to have less weight, more space, 
and more hot water. Wow. Well, it this is a seems selling like... feature that you really can't get around. If you have two similar trailers next to each other and you're trying to make your decision between the two and one has a tankless hot water and the other one doesn't, it would have to weigh heavily on your mind, especially if you've owned an RV and are experienced. Well, I, I'm frankly happy to say that I never had to experience the six-gallon tank. I went right to the top with this, and I, I want to thank you, Chris, for um, gifting it to me. And I am enjoying it well, tremendously, and I'm happy to have you on the show because, as I said in the beginning, I said when you offered to give it to me, I can't talk about it unless I really, really do like it, and I actually love it. Well, we knew before we gave it to you that you were going to love it, mm -hmm. and we knew that with all of the uh, gals involved in Girl Camper, I know that they're going to want to come over and at least check out your outside hot water and, and put their hand under it and go, you just turn it on and it's instant. Oh, you didn't even mix the temp? No, there it is. Well, I will let everybody it's, try it. <laughs> I I think that, you know, it would be as easy as selling a, you know, if, if, if you were stranded in the forest and there was no way to keep warm, it'd be as easy as selling a Bic lighter to somebody to say, here, you can start a fire with one of these. You know, I mean, it's well, I, I am going to continue reporting on it, Chris, and I'm also going to put a link in the show notes where people can take a look at your website and also a link to where they can purchase one themselves, because I think any RV dealer should be able to install this for a girl camper or for anyone who might want one. Any, anybody that anybody that has an RV dealership and a decent, reputable service center can put it in without any trouble at all. Uh, a handyman, a handyman could probably do it if he's if he watches if YouTube. He's pretty handy. <laughs> yeah, if he watched the YouTube. There are several videos. I have a it. customer. Yeah, on on our website, we've got a few you know people that wrote testimonials, and one of them wrote in a testimonial that said that he redid his whole awning on the outside, his power awning. Mm-hmm. By using the YouTube video, he said it was that good. He said, when I was done with the product project, it was perfect. Well, I, I, I looked followed, at the video. I followed Andre's step, step by step. I watched the video on tankless uh, hot water systems, and I think anyone who's clever can probably do it. But I don't think it would be at, at under 45 Advisable. minutes for an installation. I would take it over to your RV dealer and let them do it. So, Chris, Absolutely. thank you. I would have it done by a professional. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing this. And I look forward to keeping you up to speed on how I'm doing with my system. And thank you so much again. Well, we look forward to hearing what all the girls have to say. I, I Listen, I'm going to keep you posted. If anyone gets one, I want to hear all about it. All righty. So thank you, Chris. Thanks for coming on the show today. My pleasure. You Thanks take care and have now. Have a nice evening. You too. Happy trails.
I'd like to thank my guest, Chris Holland, for coming on the show today and sharing all of the details about their wonderful product with us. You can get this system in retail for a little over $600, and then you'll have to have it installed. I personally think that would be worth every penny, and I want to thank the Gerard Company for allowing me to be your guinea pig. I so enjoyed testing out your product, and I can tell you that I soaked in that long hot shower on Saturday night and loved every minute of it. There was no variation in the temperature, and I could stay in as long as I wanted, so it is a girl camper favorite. Two thumbs up there. I also want to thank my sponsors, Progressive Insurance and Little Guy Worldwide. I'd like to thank my producer, Stephanie Puglisi, for always putting this show together. Stephanie and Jeremy can be heard every Wednesday on the Campground of the Week and every Friday at the RV Family Travel Atlas Podcast. I always listen while I'm catching up on my housework on Friday morning. I'll be back here next week. Have a good week, everyone. Happy trails.